This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parsha Shalach Tavshin Ayn Zayin. This week's Parsha, we have an incident that really changed the course for the Jews in a very sad way. <clears throat> the beginning of the Parsha tells us that B'nai Yisrael was about to enter Eretz Yisrael, and they asked Moshe they want to send spies. So Moshe figured he'll say yes, and they'll be happy with that. They send spies. They came back, they brought a negative report of Eretz Yisrael, and for that, we were punished. That generation could not enter Eretz Yisrael. There are many things wrong with it. Rashi, right in the beginning, adds another level of what the Moroccan did that was so bad. Rashi, in the beginning, tells us, We know the end of last week's parsha ended up with talking about Miriam. Why does this one start with the Moroccan? And Rashi answers, She was hit over the matters of speech. She spoke about her brother. She spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu. And these Rishoyim, referring to the spies, they saw what she did and what happened to her. They did not learn a lesson from her. They just saw the Miriam spoke Lashon Hara. And they go and they speak Lashon Hara. And for that, they were also punished for not learning that lesson. Which leads to an obvious question, and that is, who did Miriam speak Lashon about? Anyone know who she spoke Lashon about? Moshe. She spoke Moshe Rabbeinu. Who did the Moroccan speak Lashon about? <clears throat> How can you compare speaking Lashon about rocks and about land to speaking Lashon about Moshe Rabbeinu? You can't learn that lesson. And among the answers that are given is that while Avram Avinu said, I consider myself like dust and ashes, Moshe Rabbeinu went even further. And Moshe Rabbeinu this week's part says, What am I? I'm nothing. If Moshe Rabbeinu considered himself nothing, and Miriam was still punished for speaking Lashon Hara, they should have learned that lesson, that even speaking about land and earth, would be Lashon Hara, would be bad. But that's still difficult to understand. I mean, speaking about land that has no feelings. And the answer is at the end of last week's parish of all the places the Torah decides to tell us about Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, the Pasuk tells us, he was the biggest Anav ever. The biggest Anav ever. Which means, you know an Anav? Moshe was a greater than him. A greater Anav than him. That's what Shem's saying. If that's the case, what's so bad that Miriam spoke about him? He doesn't care. It really, really didn't bother Moshe. Like Teflon, it just rolled right off him. He didn't care. The answer is, we are not allowed to speak Lashon Hara. Not so much because of who we are speaking about, but because we shouldn't speak Lashon Hara. Because in order to speak Lashon Hara, you have to see the bad in something. Someone who sees the good in something, doesn't speak Lashon Hara. And therefore, that's the lesson they should learn from Miriam. Of course it didn't bother Moshe. And still, Miriam was not supposed to speak Lashon Hara. Therefore, the Miraglim should have learned the same thing. They should not have spoken Lashon Hara even about the land. And if we think that today it's not such a problem, we wouldn't do such a thing, we should think again. Today, many of us have the opportunity to go to Eretz Yisrael. People go to Eretz Yisrael and you come back, and the first question people ask you, so how was it? Eh, the restaurant you went to wasn't so good. The people on the bus were pushing. This taxi driver said, 
a person has to be very careful. The Gemara Ksubis tells us on Kufiyot Beis, don't speak bad about Eretz Yisrael. Because if someone speaks bad about Eretz Yisrael, he is like the Maraglam. He's like the spies. A person should not speak bad about Eretz Yisrael. Summer's coming. People go to Eretz Yisrael. A fellow told me he was once in a store in Eretz Yisrael, and he was looking to, um, at an electronic store, and he saw an air conditioner. And it said in it, Air conditioner, shell, Rav Ami, Rav Asi. What does that mean? Rav Ami and Rav Asi were people from the Gomorrah. They didn't have air conditioners. So he asked the storekeeper, what kind of air conditioner is the Rav Ami and Rav Asi air conditioner? He says, very simple. The Gomorrah Subas and Kufi Beis tells us the Rav Ami and Rav Asi would be careful to give class, to give shear by a place, by a tree that was very shady. And as the sun would move, they would move also. So the whole cl- crowd would move in order to be in the shade. So no one should ever say that the weather in Eretz is uncomfortable. Because you can't speak bad about Eretz You can't look at the negative of Eretz So we should always be looking at the positive. The Gemara tells us of an, uh, of an Amaira, when someone would come back from Eretz with anything, if some motor would go over and kiss it. If it was a little wooden uh, souvenir from Eretz Yisrael, he would kiss it because this was from Eretz Yisrael. That's how special Eretz Yisrael was. Another Amaira would go, if he was walking down the street, there was an obstacle in the street, he would spend his time to move it. Because no one should trip in Eretz Yisrael and say, could you imagine I was walking down the street in Eretz Yisrael and they tripped. Nothing bad should be spoken about about Eretz Yisrael, and we should do everything that we can to make everything perfect in Eretz Yisrael. And again, even though a lot of us get to go often, that doesn't mean we should appreciate it less. If anything, we should appreciate it more. There was a fellow, a mashulach, a mashulach, a guy who goes collecting, he was collecting for an institutional yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. And he ended up for Shabbos in Baltimore. And he was by a family for Shabbos, a strange family, a stranger, but they invited him for Shabbos. And they sang Shalom Aleichem and other things people sing before Kiddush. And then he gets ready for Kiddush. And before he pours his wine in the cup for Kiddush, he saw the children of the family crowd around the father. So he figured, oh, he's going to give him a bracha. Instead, he opens up the bottle of wine and he pours his cup. And then the children went back to their seats. And then the father made Kiddush. So he's wondering, that's strange. If he's giving them a bracha, why didn't he give them a bracha? If he's not giving them a bracha, why did the old crowd around him? Okay. After Kiddush was over, the kids went up to the father, and the father then gave them a bracha. Gave each one a bracha, they kissed their father's hand, then they kissed their mother's hand, and then they went to wash. This Mashulach couldn't hold himself back. And after they wash, he turns to the fellow and says, do you mind if I ask you a question? He goes, sure, go ahead. He says, well, I noticed that right before you made Kiddush, your children came up to you. I thought you were going to give them a bracha. But, but you didn't. And they went back to their seat. And then after Kiddush, you gave them a bracha. Why did they go up to you if you weren't giving them a bracha? He says, oh, let me tell you. Every Friday night when we make Kiddush, we're always careful to use wine from Eretz Yisrael. We always use a new bottle for Kiddush. So if you notice, when they bottle the, a bottle of wine, 
They don't fill it all the way to the top. There's a little area on the top that's open. That's not filled. Well, what is that filled with? That's filled with air. Where do they get the air from? Wherever they're bottling the bottle. He says, these bottles are wine from Eretz Yisrael, which means they are bottling them in Eretz Yisrael, which means that little air on top of the wine is from Eretz Yisrael. So when I open up the bottle, my family gathers around so we can all sniff the air of Eretz Yisrael. That's how special the air of Eretz Yisrael is. And this person who is collecting, who lives in Eretz Yisrael, never thought for a second that while he's in Eretz Yisrael, every breath he takes, how special that is. So even though, again, us, we get to go to Eretz Yisrael nowadays, even though the base village is not rebuilt and it's not what it's supposed to be yet, but it's on the way, we should appreciate with every breath that we take of how wonderful Eretz Yisrael is. Have a good Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.